This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Do you love music? Then you need to visit Shearer's Music Works. From aspiring guitarist to touring pianist, Shearer's caters to musicians of all chords. In store, you'll find an amazing range of instruments and print music, and if your instrument needs a tune-up, they have on-site repair and servicing. Shearer's Music Works on Anglesey Street, Hamilton. Your total music store. Proud sponsor of the Back Porch Bluegrass Show on Free FM. Welcome to another edition of Back Porch Bluegrass. I'm your host, Paul Trenworth, and I've got a great show lined up for you today. And featured on this show are going to be two uh, of my, well, you've got to be careful how you say this, two of my oldest friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that means friends from uh, way back. And uh, that is my friend, Alan Rhodes, with whom I've been uh, playing music since we're 15 years old. Hello, Alan. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, very good. It's lovely to have you here. And Alan's wife, Julia. Delighted to have you on the show, Julia. Morning, Paul. Nice to be here. Ah, oh, it's great. We've had some a uh, lot of adventures since the uh, 1960s playing music together in the Hamilton County Bluegrass Band. And uh, we're going to explore some of those adventures today and just chat to each other, really, and uh, find out what we enjoyed about the music. Um, I'm going to start off with a track from Dan Tominski. Because in 2008, when we were invited guests at the Romp Festival in Owensboro, Kentucky, we all flew over there as a band. And on our way, we stopped at the California Grass Valley Father's Day Festival and uh, got to see some of our favorite bands play music. And included in that was Dan Tominski and his band. Uh, you enjoyed that, Alan? Absolutely. It was really good to see him. Just... Yeah. Uh, 
a, a new level, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It yeah. was really good. Yeah, and uh, Julia just brought up a photo that uh, they had of them with Dan Tominsky and Barry Bales and uh, the others in the band. Yeah. It was such an experience watching them play, and it was such a hard-driving set. So I thought that would be a good way to start off the show. So let's hear Dan Tominsky uh, and his band play. This is from the album Wheels, and the song is an old Jimmy Martin song called Who's Sure the Honey You're Gonna Cry On Now? Dan Tominsky. That stuff sounded pretty good live when we were watching oh, it, didn't yeah. it? Amazing, yeah. yeah. Oh, so much, so much energy with what they with what yeah. they did. Yeah, they knew how to play. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was so exciting, wasn't it, to think that we were playing at the same festival yeah. on the Vern stage, which yeah. was great. That was great to be able to have the band there yeah. and and play the music, Alan. Um, I met you when I was 15 and you were about 15. You were a month younger than me. Yeah. And um, the shows. Get, getting on a bit. <laughs> um, and and uh, we were at Fairfield College and you played guitar and uh, I was learning to play some banjo. Mm. had an old four-string banjo that I was learning. And uh, we got together and... and decided we like Kingston Trio music and mm. that sort of thing. Mm. Where did, why did you like that sort of music? Oh, it's, it, there was just something. We were, we were sort of into folky music because that was very popular at the time. And um, and then we heard this this bluegrass sound from um, you know, Flatten Scruggs and that. And 
it was just amazing. And so I just remember in your little bedroom at your house, yes. and we were slowing down the records so that we could try and pick up the licks yeah. on the banjo yeah. oh, and everything. And um, it was just, uh, it was amazing. We had no idea really what we were doing. We were just <laughs> <laughs> following each other. Oh, well, you had a much better ear for hearing the music than, than I had. And uh, so you were as much of a banjo player as I could. It's just that I was... Not now. <laughs> just that I was it's working out the so window. Hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, that happens with a bit of old fingers and all that sort of stuff, doesn't it? Mm. Um, anyway, I thought that I would play uh, the first bluegrass track that we ever heard. I mean, it was all based around the Beverly Hillbillies and we'd seen the Beverly Hillbillies on TV and I know I said, that's how I want to play banjo, you know. And your mum got a record from the World Record Club. Yeah. It was Flatten Scruggs live at Carnegie Hall mm -hmm. and we put it on my old record player and the first track is the Salty Dog Blues. So let's yeah. just have a listen to it, see what it sounds like. <laughs> I stand on the corner with the low-down blues, a great big hole in the bottom of my shoe. Let it be your sort of dog. Let it be your sort of dog, or I won't be your man at all. Let it be your sort of dog. Now look here, Sal, I know you run down stocking and a woe out shoe. Hey, let me be your solid dog. Hey, let me be your solid dog, or I won't be your man at all. Hey, let me be your solid dog. Setting on a log, finger on trigger now on the hog. Let me be your solid dog. Let me be your solid dog, or I won't be your man at all. Let me be your solid dog. Trigger and the gun said go Shot fell over in Mexico Hey, let me be your solid dog Let me be your solid dog Or I won't be your man at all Hey, let me be your solid dog Well, I remember when we heard that, we thought that was the best thing in the world. That's where it all started for us, wasn't it? It really was, and we thought, how are we going to learn to do that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, we did We, we did, did learn. Yeah, we did learn. And we learned fairly fast for some reason. It took off, eh? And, mm. and um, we, we you know, played at the folk clubs and things. and Yeah, yeah we just sort of got, got involved but, in it. Mm. And, and, and sometimes I look back on that and I think, how, how did I manage to get into into playing like that and learning so fast and part mm. of that was because you could hear the music and you'd say do this do that and try and get that note and but I was never intimidated by the neck of the banjo anything it always seemed something that I could do yeah 
um, took me about six months to learn to tune it because mum always kept saying, I think it's out of tune. And Just your playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. And we found out that you could sing pretty well. So that yeah. was good. And, mm. and met David Calder and all sorts of things like that happened. And all of a sudden we turned into a bluegrass band and were playing at folk clubs. Yep. All the time you were being a mechanic. Mm. Yeah, it was a lot easier to be a mechanic <laughs> in some regards. Yeah, but we just couldn't get over that sound, and that wasn't what I wanted to do. Being a mechanic, yeah. you know, and I did my time. Yeah, but as soon as it was over, and we'd got into that country show then. That's right. And yes. then we were yeah. able to spend our weekends up in Auckland, and um, yeah, getting to play yeah getting to play as mm. much music as we possibly could was just an amazing experience i was being a draftsman and 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 you know yeah. coming back to work dead tired oh, after man, a weekend that, those mondays were terrible <laughs> i used to nod off in the, in the pit where we were supposed to be working occasionally i'd hit the muffler with a hammer to, to let them know i'm still i'm still there but oh, it was terrible <laughs> But, oh, it was good fun. Just, just hard, hard work. Yeah. And we, and we yeah. learned their music well. Mm. Uh, I have always loved the combination of banjo and guitar and vocals. At that same Grass Valley Festival, we saw a band called Blue Highway. Oh. You remember their yeah. set? Yep. We thought Dan Tominski's set was great, and then Blue Highway came <laughs> on into the set, and we thought, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd listened to their music. I, I, I knew their music, but live is just a way to watch yeah. the thing people must have felt that about us watching the music live yeah and i think this is the thing about bluegrass it's the live situation where you can see people what they're doing yes and you get caught up with it you know and it's the, visual there's an interaction between musicians that i really love which is why we've never had a number one hit <laughs> because yes, probably, it's, only, yeah. it's because it, we're just a visual which is people like watching yeah yeah and mm. and you go you get totally involved in the music and once you've heard the band and you and you've got gotten used to their sound mm. you can concentrate on what the fiddle player is doing yeah. or what the bass player is doing and mm. and the sounds happening all around you you just watch the individual people yeah. and the the way they watch each other I mean we always did that we always did that we yeah. always we yeah. got lots of things right yeah. and um we always sort of had a rule watch the person who's on the microphone and there wasn't a lot for us to see it was all audio wasn't it what we would we were learning audio. Yes. there was no no um youtube or anything where you could watch a band no i remember occasionally the the darling family which was the dillards oh, would yeah. appear on andy griffith's show yeah. or flat and scruggs would appear on the beverly hillbillies mm. and uh, that was just amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To actually see it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but anyway, we saw Blue Highway, so I thought I'd play a tune mm. Blue Hi from Blue Highway. Uh, this is from their album Through the Window of a Train, and this is a great tune that really captures a lovely bluegrass feel uh, called Sycamore Hollow, and Sean Lane's doing the lead vocal on this one. Uh, that's a loud crash. I'll, just, I'll put the CD cover down. Can you do it again? Um, <laughs> yeah. Here's Sean Lane and uh, Blue Highway, Sycamore Hollow.
by the forking stream out in Sycamore Holler. I went down in my best of dress to take her from her father. With hair down to her waist, the color of strawberries. Down by the forked stream, by nightfall we would marry. I sure love the farmer's daughter back in Sycamore Holler. Against her will, they took my woman from me. Well, I grabbed my knife and both of my guns, and the loud voice I did call her on the lightning horse. I swore once more as I left Sycamore Hollow. I will bring the farmer's daughter back to Sycamore Hollow. Fire flicker, four dead men lay behind as I leave that campsite with her. Now our children play in a fork and stream out in Sycamore Holler. A boy like me, a girl like her, will always be together. I sure love the farmer's daughter back in Sycamore Holler. Highway with Sycamore Hollow and they just get a great sound as a band I remember they hugely impressed us and after that Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver came on and we, by then we were flat exhausted <laughs> you know we thought what are we doing here when these guys can play their that bluegrass way. music so well it was it was a great time um but we had a great 
tour of the USA in 1971. Ooh. We went over, remember? We went yeah. from, we'd been playing in Australia, we went over and uh, got to play on the Grand Old Opry and uh, played at Bill Monroe's Bean Blossom Festival. Mm. and saw all sorts of young musicians there, mm. um, including the Young Bluegrass Alliance. That's right. With their yeah. brand-new guitarist, Tony Rice, <laughs> and their energetic mandolin player, Sam Bush. Yeah. And uh, they just provided us with so much enthusiasm. We were about the same age. We mm. talked to them, and they were putting together a new band sound, and they turned out to be giants of the music and we've been fortunate mm. to be able to follow their careers right through. Great feeling playing at those so, festivals. Yeah, it was brilliant, wasn't it? Really good. Um, so different from anything else. Um, but wasn't it you saying that they, um, those type of uh, festivals were around and we were doing the banjo convention or a little bit before and we're on a par, we're on the same time frame. It, Is that right? It, it was. It's really interesting. We thought we were going into a very established structure of bluegrass music in the USA, you know, with festivals and things like that. But then we found out, and this is all in retrospect, that we'd had the Banjo Pickers Convention starting in 1967, 66, 67, mm. um, uh, which is... 65 was the first bluegrass festival mm. and uh, so we were sort of on a par here in New Zealand it wasn't all ours wasn't all a bluegrass festival but we had some local bands playing including Hamilton County Bluegrass Band and uh, so we just never realised that we were sort of slightly cutting edge stuff too mm. and we were part of the burgeoning scene and all sorts of new things were happening just amazing and it's seeing fun. those young guys play mm. what was your impression Julia as going as a young bride to uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and to, to a new country and seeing all this music oh, it was pretty exciting yeah it really was you, yeah. you had a good camera away. you took all sorts of good I photos I did yeah took all the photos and, yeah. ne and never enough no. uh, never I, enough I was too busy sort of playing and watching to take photos and I totally regret that yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we had some fairly good photos. I tended to take, I was very shy and I tended to take a whole lot of people's backs because I couldn't ask them to turn around. It's <laughs> <laughs> guest to play. But the, but the ones on stage, that's all right, they're already yeah. facing me. Yes, yeah. yes. I, we were shy. Mm. I, I've yeah. always been shy and I think, oh yeah. no, I won't go up and speak to them. They don't want to talk to someone like me, mm. you know, um, and, you know, they're, what about the meeting at, um, at the Opry backstage with Earl Scruggs? Oh. And you both you got introduced and you both couldn't say anything. Yeah. He was shy. Yeah, we were walking <laughs> behind the curtain. Mike Seeger <laughs> said, oh, Earl Scruggs, this is Paul Treadwood from New Zealand. And Earl looked at me and said, hello. And I looked at him and probably said nothing with my mouth <laughs> wide open. <laughs> and we, we just looked at each other for a while. <laughs> and then <laughs> I just could not say anything. I, I had, no. I had absolutely nothing to no. say. But after a while, I got used to the Opry, and realised that it was a radio show, and 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 people were standing on the stage watching. So I went out for the after we'd played, and just stood on the stage and watched everybody play. Yeah. I was about two metres away from Marty Robbins when he played piano and did mm. his big turn around and smiling for the and audience. Everybody goes, ah! Yeah, so I'm in all their photos probably, <laughs> <laughs> though, I, though I haven't seen any of them, but yeah. I just got, got in the way of everybody there. Um, 
but uh, th they were a whole new experience. Anyway, I, I dug out an album because we both loved fiddle music mm. and you could play fiddle a bit and I was dreadful. I could never get anything out of fiddle. Kenny Baker was our favourite fiddle and Colleen just used to love Kenny Baker's playing. This is an album uh, that was released in June 1971 which is released over there and I got the album when I was over there the original LP, Kenny Baker on fiddle, Sam Bush on mandolin, John Caparakis on guitar, Butch Robbins on banjo, and Ebo Walker on bass. Oh, Ebo Walker yeah. from the Bluegrass Alliance That's too. Nice. And we just love their music. And, and so it's time we had a fiddle tune. Let's put Kenny Baker on playing the Black Mountain Rag. Here's what it sounds like. Thank you. 
Kenny Baker doing some fine fiddle work there. That was one of the tunes that we used to play sometimes mm. and just, just jam on that. I remember seeing all those people for the first time at the festival, seeing Monroe play was quite quite weird, you know, uh, just seeing other people. We'd seen Mike Seeger and Mike mm. had been a huge influence on us and, and and but we'd studied up on these people and just being part of part of what they were doing was an amazing experience. But we found that the songs that we're doing and we were always rather selective with our songs, choosing songs that felt comfortable with us. And um, people like Emerson and Waldron were a great source of songs. They obviously had the same sort of mindset mm. as we did. We, you know, we didn't come from the Appalachian Mountains, and neither did they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were just country boys and, and enjoyed the music. And uh, and we rapidly got used to borrowing songs from all genres, as in fact did Munro when he set up bluegrass music, borrowed our music from different genres and, and just played it the way we played it. Country Touch really helped us do that. It did, yeah. Yeah, and you could sing anything we tried and we found the right key for it. Yeah. This is the sort of song that we might have done over there. Wash My Face in the Morning. Do you remember that one? I do, yeah. Yeah, Tom T. Hall song. Yeah. And uh, and we, if you'd been at one of our concerts in 1971, you might have heard us do this song. This is the wonderful voice of Alan Rhodes singing, um, uh, singing the lead part. What are we? Uh, what the albums decide? Wash my face in the morning. Do this would be from 1971, 1972 mm. album, Kersbrook Cottage. Yeah. And so Milo is singing tenor. Milo's Graham tenor. Lovejoy yeah. playing mandolin. I'm playing banjo. Colleen playing fiddle. Yep. Hamilton County Bluegrass Band, folks. Uh, how you might have heard them in 1971. <laughs> Hanging a man Nobody cared if he lived or died And I just couldn't understand So I washed my face in the morning dew Bathed my soul in the sun Wash my face in the morning dew And kept on moving along second strange town that I was in, they were laughing at a poor crippled man, begging for nickels and dimes on the street, and I just couldn't understand. So I washed my face in the morning dew, bathed my soul in the sun, washed my face in the morning dew, and kept on moving along. strange town that I was in was settled peaceful and nice the rich got rich and the poor got poor and to me it didn't seem right so I washed my face in the morning dew bathed my soul in the sun washed my face in the morning dew and kept on moving along
to change and it won't be very far when each injustice i have seen will come before the bar then i'll wash my face in the morning dew bathe my soul in the sun wash my face in the morning dew and my journey will be done That's a Hamilton County Bluegrass Band with Wash My Face in the Morning Dew. Great song. And uh, we've nice hearing your voice again. <laughs> Nailed. <laughs> yeah, it goes back. Yeah, we, we, we had all sorts of times. We spent 1971-1972 in Australia and uh, did a lot of work with the Slim Dusty show. And uh, was Slim really enjoyed working with us because of our approach to the music. Mm. And he was used to having a fiddle, loved having the fiddles. And uh, the music gave a sort of energy to his previous bush ballads that he really enjoyed and uh and hamilton county and the slim dusty organization got on pretty well and we had some good fun uh doing live concerts and clubs but also touring where we got to travel uh taking our own caravans and and doing three-month tours in the outback and you were part of that weren't you julia i was because everyone on the show got to work Yes, yeah. everybody did. Yeah. He had his um, wife's elderly auntie turning tickets on the door. Yes. And me and the bass player's wife taking the tickets as people went in. And we also had to double as bouncers. Now, Catherine and I were Bouncer, probably... Yeah, we were probably 22 in our mini skirts and our long hair. I thought, how's this going to work? But Auntie Luna taught, taught us through that one. When somebody was too noisy out in the audience, you tiptoe down, tap them on the shoulder beckon them back to the outer door and they were usually men and they'd follow you like lambs get them out the door shut the door and lean on it and say i'm sorry you can't go back in you're too noisy <laughs> nobody took a swing at a teenage girl apparently or an old lady he'd learnt never to put men on the door isn't yeah. that funny yeah. you know yeah. Yeah, yeah you have women on the door mm. and you don't yeah. have fights yeah, yeah. That that's was the way really it worked cool. back then i yeah. remember there's one concert we did where um, Catherine did have a bit of trouble with someone and she belted him over the head with her torch. <laughs> <laughs> that was at Cullamuller, I think. <laughs> no, Camel Wheel. That was Camel at Camel Wheel. Wheel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yes, it generally did work, mm. didn't it? Mm. And, and the, I mean, it was a disciplined life. You know, we, we drove out usually at 8 o'clock in the morning, usually a three or a four hour drive mm. uh, to the next destination. We get there, we set up the PA mm. set up. We had two hours as a frivolous living and mm. have dinner and then go down to the hall, do the concert, pack up after the concert, load the vehicles, get back home about midnight. We played in some uh, interesting places because um, was the one at Wyndham? Um, it was oh. one into the hall and the bullocks had been in and it was crap everywhere yeah. and um, dust and we had to clean it all out and get it going. And they had these um, like deck chairs and about a group of about 10 of them. Yes. And uh, they were all rotten. And in the middle of the show, you'd hear this katonk. <laughs> That's right, yeah. As they'd collapse. <laughs> yes. Yeah, people that just ripped the webbing, yeah. the webbing mm. that you sat on, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Weird, yeah. I remember that, that Slim was very annoyed that we had to hose the hall out. Oh, and he threw a chair through the window. Unfortunately, the window was closed. <laughs> <laughs> and it broke up. <laughs> but Slim used to get cross sometimes. He did. Yeah, but it was excellent for us to work with. Yeah. Um, touring was, was great fun. And uh, we, 
it was a good opportunity for Slim to record some live concerts because mm. he thought the band was playing really well and we were augmented by uh, one of his regular guitarists who played electric guitar in a certain style that really worked with Slim's lead. Often his wife Joy used to play bass, but when we came along, um, uh, he used to. our bass player, you know, and mm. she often played a second fiddle or an auto harp or something like that in the, mm. in the things. We, we Our tastes of music ran very parallel. Um, but you wrote a great opening song for Tim, uh, for Slim, didn't you? Can't remember it. Yeah, isn't that funny? Um, Alan's always yeah. been a bit of a songwriter, and the song is called... Picking uh, and Singing. What? Picking and singing. Picking and singing. And this opens up the Slim Dusty live at Tamworth, where we'd all go on stage and we'd kick the show off. And uh, Alan wrote this song, and it was a great song. And mm. Slim did it opening all his shows for yeah. a long time. And uh, one of the few songs you got any royalties for. I know. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's terrible yeah. life being a bluegrass songwriter. Exactly. <laughs> okay, let's hear um, John Minson. Remember John Minson from Vaguely. Station 2TM? Yes, yes. yes, I got to know him a bit yeah. better when we went back there, but he yeah. was uh, a prime mover in country music in Australia mm. and a fine, mm. uh, fine radio announcer, had his radio show and got mm. the... You sound a lot like country him. festivals, yeah? No, no, he was <laughs> better at it than I was. Believe me, believe me. And um, his son Laurie is a great bluegrass musician. Mm. But uh, here's John introducing the Slim Dusty show, and then the song that you wrote, uh, "Pick It Into Singing." Let's give a big, hearty country music capital welcome to Australia's king of country music, Slim Dusty. <laughs> Singing country music loud and strong We'd like you all to join us Along the road of song We're singing country music all the way Picking and a-singing In the good old country way We sing the old-time music In the good old country way I know you'll feel like singing If you listen to us play Fiddle and the mandolin To play side by side And if you see a grin or two You'll know the reason why we're singing country music all the way Picking and a-singing in the good old country way The banjo rings that clearly, it's picking all the while And gives the old-time flavor in country music style Polish up your finger picks and set yourself right down You're just about to have a taste of banjo picking sound
Well, what did you think of that? That was good fun. Bring yeah. back memories. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it's I honestly couldn't remember it when you said we'd do it, but uh, yeah, it comes back to you. Yeah. Yeah, you were singing tenor to Slim then, and yeah, it sounded, yeah. sounded sounded great. Mm. And it's a good song to start off. Gave, mm. gave a good feel, and then I remember we'd split up and he'd do yeah. some bush ballads, or maybe the bluegrass band would stay yeah. on and do a couple yeah. of tunes. And yeah, uh, it, yeah it's interesting that he he took it further when other other concerts he would start with that song yes so he must have really liked it oh yes it just gave a good feel to it start did, yeah. off you always look for a good kicking good off good starter song. yeah yeah we yeah. usually kick things yeah. off these days with how mountain girls can love because it's a, just yeah. a great classic bluegrass yeah. song and everyone can find their place and yeah. and feel how the stage sounds and uh, it's a good tune to do mm-hmm. So we we were in Australia and we we sort of had a good recording deal with EMI and a young producer called Rod Coe and it was really good working with Rod Coe, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. He became uh, Slim's bass player, didn't he? Yes, he did and worked for Slim right up until Slim Mm. died. Mm. Yeah, Mm. so... um, uh, that was amazing, uh, mm. and Slim's music director and took all, did yeah. all, produced all his music. It right. was uh, had a wonderful connection with Slim, mm. and uh, but working with Rod in the studio, we recorded the Kurzweil Cottage album, and uh, that was good fun. And there's some neat songs on there, and you picked one out for us. Tell us about it. Oh, it's the it's a John Prine song called. Um, it is John Prine, yeah. Yes, um, John Prine song called. Um, um, Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. It's, it's the stupidest name for the song. Yeah. 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 It's it's just a song about. Um, uh, I think it's coal mining. Yeah, in, about in the, mining. In the states yeah. and yeah. and the the land going under and stuff like that, and um, I just enjoyed the the song. It's just a fairly simple melody, but but yeah, it's it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a very pertinent to uh, parts of eastern Kentucky yeah. uh, and that's what John Pride is singing about and this yeah. is why it is mm. such a good bluegrass song mm. totally pertinent to New Zealand and it, too you come from the Coromandel Peninsula and they have the mining problems you yes know? Yeah. You know, people don't want gold mining because I mean the, the country is beautiful and yeah. they want to score it and yeah and uh, yeah, it's been a lot of talk. Very, about it. very transferable mm. Uh, mm. feelings in the song, mm. and we had no trouble singing this at all. Uh, you get to sing tenor harmony to yourself for some yeah, reason I on did. this song. Yeah, I think Milo had gone out for a go to the toilet. <laughs> no, no, I think Rod probably suggested it um, just to get that particular mm. sound. You know, the, mm. the 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 uniqueness of the lead vocal and the tenor mm. sounding yeah, very it, much the same. It's like family vocals, eh? Yes. Where you've got sisters yeah. or whatever, and they yeah. they blend. Yeah. So well. you didn't have a brother, so you no. have to sing harmony to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't have a sister either. <laughs> I think I think I think you, you were adopted into my family, I was, and I think yeah. Alison and Susan. Sue, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, um, let's listen to Hamilton County Bluegrass Band uh, from the Kersbrook College album, uh, doing the song "Paradise" by John Prine. This is 1972, and let's kick it off now. When I was a child, my family would travel Down to western Kentucky, where my parents were born And there's a backwoods old town that's often remembered So many times that my memories are worn Well, sometimes we'd travel right down the Green River 
The abandoned old prison down by Apron Hill Where the air smelt like snakes We'd shoot with our pistols But empty pop bottles was all we would kill And Daddy, won't you take me back to Newlandburg County Down by the Green River where paradise lay Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking Mr. Peabody's coal train has hauled it away Then the coal company came with the world's largest shovel And tortured the timber and stripped all the land Well, they dug for their coal till the land was forsaken Then they rode it all down to the progress of man And Daddy, won't you take me back to Newlandburg County By the Green River where paradise lay Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coal train has hauled it away. Let my soul roll on out to the Rochester Dam Be halfway to heaven with paradise waiting Just five miles away from wherever I am And Daddy, won't you take me back to Newlandburg County Down by the Green River where paradise lay Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking That's a Hamilton County Bluegrass Band with Alan Rhodes singing lead on Paradise. After playing music full-time for a while, uh, we all settled down and you became a potter and a mum and a dad and yeah. <laughs> all those sorts of things that yeah. happened. And Colleen and I played for Slim for a couple of years longer and then came back and did the same sort of thing and still saw each other on and off over the years. Then we had a band reunion, didn't we? Yeah. Was that 94 or something? 1992. Oh, 1992, okay. I think, about 300 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think it was celebrating 25 years of the band or something like that, yeah. roughly. Yeah. And that was a great occasion. But we decided that we could go on playing and still play some good music, uh, which was proven at the band reunion. So in 1996 uh, or 1997, uh, we did um, an album called Encore. And we came up with all sorts of good things on that. Uh, there were some songs that uh, I'd written and uh, instrumental tunes that I'd written and songs that you'd written. You're probably writing more, eh? Having more time to do that. Yes. Just 
you know, relaxing into it. Yeah, we're you were you things. were playing music around around your home with mm. uh, bands and mm. and things like that, and uh, then we found out that we'd uncovered a fair creative thing. I think on this encore album, out of fourteen tracks, I think uh, probably about ten of them are originals. Mm. So that was that was quite quite good, and I always loved the songs that you wrote. Oh, <laughs> that's good. So uh, we've selected uh, this one recorded in Rotorua at Villa Recording Studios. Um, with uh, Noel Lamberton. Uh, that oh, was always yeah. good fun recording with him, and he got a great sound. And this is the song Home Sweet Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your inspiration for this? Um, probably Missing My Home. Having a Home Sweet Home. Having a Home Sweet Home <laughs> <laughs> and not travelling. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah. It just came out. All those things. It's yeah. a great song, and we're going to hear it now. Hamilton County Bluegrass Band with Alan Rose doing the lead vocal, uh, Colleen Trenworth on fiddle, David Calder on mandolin and tenor. Jeremy Trenworth playing bass and doing baritone, if there's a baritone part in there, and me plunking away on banjo. (laughs) Okay, here's Home Sweet Home. Listen to the bellbirds sing Telling me I'm home again The laughter as the children play My eyes are taking in this bright new day I should have called to say I'm coming home That I was tired of being on my own So many years I dreamed about this day And now I'm here to stay Home sweet home With my love and family all around To hear your voice is just the sweetest Special in the air today That lonely feeling has just blown away Your smiling face, our children now to play Home sweet home Sweet home 
That's a great song, Alan. Thank you very much. Really glad you wrote that one. Thank you. Yeah, it's some quite big words in there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very, very good. And uh, it's one of my favourite tempos to play music. Yes. You know, I yeah. just I love that rolly, that rolly, rolly feel. Now, I've got to do some things, and so just hang with me. Uh, hello, everyone. You're listening to Back Porch Blue Guys. I'm your host, Paul Trenworth, coming from Free FM 89.0. And uh, you can get us as a podcast. You can get us live on Access radio shows throughout New Zealand all at different times starting with 10 o'clock on Tuesday night and um, then check the programming for your local access radio station to find out what time it's on live radio but of course you can get it as a podcast as a podcast, got to get my words right, yes. as a podcast anytime and listen while you're going for a walk or going for a run or have it on as background music or driving in your car, all those sorts of places. Um, Alan, we got lots of people listening to you all over the world. Podcast, people in the USA, goes to six access. From little old New Zealand. From little old New Zealand. <laughs> that, it's all That's started so from that back bedroom listening to Flat and Scruggs exactly. uh, mm-hmm. on that old record player, mm-hmm. you know, and now people in the six radio stations in Canada yeah. take this program Lovely. and Bluegrass Planet Radio mm-hmm. in the USA and lots of people take it in podcasts and I, I get letters from the USA and uh, Britain mm. and uh, all sorts of places um, saying they're enjoying the show so yeah. it's nice well good on it, you I think it's it. good yeah good on you you've done uh, well um, my son Sam wrote a great song for Alan and we're going to take it out with that song it's a song called These Old Hands Alan is a potter by trade and still making pots and wrote the song for you to sing. Yeah, and he combined it with the music side of things. Yeah, um, it's a lovely song, and uh, but he's a great songwriter. He is. I mean, I've written songs, but he's a real songwriter. He does have a way with words <laughs> and a feel, a lovely yeah. thing to them. Thanks, Julia, for coming on the show. Thanks, Alan. That's all right. Really appreciate it. We'll take it out with these old hands. These old hands have taken the long way home The open road is the only way I know So pour a glass and won't you sit a while And I'll tell you why I'm singing about these old When I was young, the song became my friend I'd sing away from daybreak to end Songs of love and songs of yesterday These 
these memories are here to stay. Then I met her at a Friday evening show. Most beautiful sight to behold. I still remember the look she gave and the vow we made as she held. These old hands have broken a rule or two. I moved out of the city and started new. I love the feel of grass between my toes. My hands compose a melody. Love ain't just for two. I sit and play guitar. My family grew. My heart is big enough to love them all, but I'll carry you forever in these old hands. So raise your glass with me as I sing to you. Of all good things, it's what I love to do. I shape the earth and I play a tune, and I think about being next to you. Take the long way home. The open road is the only way I know. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand on air.